you for visiting 32 Kings Road, home of the League Ambassadors. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here today with my brothers. This is episode 22. We've only got one more to go. Episode 22 of 32 Kings Road. Uh, If you don't know, please follow us everywhere on social media. At The League AM is our handle. Uh, Go to our website, theleagueam.com. You can view uh, previous podcasts, listen to the podcast. Um, Yeah, uh, we got a good show today. Uh, We're down to uh, championship weekend, conference championship weekend in the NFL uh, we've got four more teams that are going home for the spring and the summer. And, uh, yeah, we've got a Brexit boot bag winner. We've got uh, the bad name ballers roster. Let's get into the show. Omar, good to see you, brother. What you sipping on? Yes, sir. Um, January, we already got a potential fight of the year with uh, James DeGale and Battle Jack. Yeah. It's a good yeah. fight, man. He cannot wait to confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I sure as hell can, man. It was an awesome fight, though, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see I hope uh, James goes up and waiting and uh, we see it again. Yeah. Kevin, what you sipping on, brother? And the new IBF Junior Lightweight Champion. Uh, <laughs> boxing. From Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> on the undercard. Sandtown, Winchester. Upton Gym on Pennsylvania Avenue. Mr. Javante Tank Davis. Boat, boat, boat. Hey, that was a good fight, yeah. too. He looked good. Yeah. Hey. He became the, uh, the youngest champion in boxing after his uh, TKO last weekend. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Some good news for... Us around Baltimore, we have nothing else to cheer for this time of year. So. Is Baltimore <laughs> is it is it is it translating the city? His win? It is. People are going nuts, man. We're trying to work on a parade for him. It's a little late. Uh, <laughs> it's, a little <laughs> it's a little cold. It's a little cold. But yeah. hey, he's the champ until someone else says otherwise. And so he's a real he's dug. Time. He's a real dug. And he said it. And he said it. He told the world. <laughs> um. No, no gambling. Uh, this well, there's gambling every day. But <laughs> well, you're not getting nothing from me this week. Um, I'm actually sipping on uh, tomorrow's January 20th, hmm. uh, the day that our country will swear in the 45th. Wait, hold on. We should be playing the Death Star music. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking like. The 45th president uh, of the United States, uh, Donald J. Trump. Um, and what I'm sipping on is I want to know, you know, what are you going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Uh, are we going to bear arms and protect ourselves? Uh, are we going to arm ourselves with the adv- advocacy um, that is necessary uh, so that things don't run amok? Uh, Are we just going to accept things as they are? So I'm sipping on um, not necessarily the events that will happen this weekend, but more about what we um, as a people will do uh, within this republic. So, uh, Devin, what you sipping on, brother? Well, I think I need to bring some light (laughs) to this shit. (laughs) Very depressing over there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, it's what not I'm, depressing, nah. is, but it's an opportunity to rise up for sure. Yeah, yeah. power to all the people. Yeah. Um, what I'm sipping on uh, is coming up uh, very soon, the uh, East-West Shrine Game, which is a uh, college all-star game for seniors. Um, that this, I mean, there's a bunch of good players, but specifically there's uh, four players that are uh, professional athletes' sons. Uh, specifically, uh, most notice, noticeably, uh, there's three, uh, which is Brian Cox Jr. Hmm. Um, we got Hardy Nickerson Jr. Hmm, hmm, hmm. And then we got uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s son, Trey. So, damn. Yeah. We are old as shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I was getting ready to say, yeah. I was getting, I was getting ready to say you talking about trying to change the mood. <laughs> well, that's depressing because... <laughs> I think I'm young, and I've seen all of their dads play. For real. Yeah. When so, they started. Exactly. Their entire career. So. But maybe I was just watching sports for, like, a long time, because I didn't watch cartoons. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's real, though. 
Yeah. That's real. And Barry Sanders Jr.'s son is he's out of eligibility. I don't know if he's gonna get a job at the next level, but um is he a running back? He is a running yeah. back. Some tough shoes. To he's right there. he hasn't, you know, <laughs> like he transferred from well, he transferred from Oklahoma State. He was a graduate transfer. He transferred to Stanford. I don't necessarily. So he's know already that. the Detroit Lions' best running back. If <laughs> <laughs> he gets the job, hey, we gave Walter Payton's son a job. Oh, you Ooh. did. Mm-hmm. Leave Jared alone. <laughs> Les, what you sipping on, brother? Good to see you. Welcome back from Turks and Caicos. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back to. Reality. <laughs> reality, reality check. Right. That, that wasn't reality. Was that, it called Big Mabel? Oh my goodness! If y'all <laughs> ever go on vacation and y'all see a big chair being pulled by a boat, hop on it. You had a time of your life. Time of your life. And it's, the chair's name was Big Big Mabel. Mabel. <laughs> and a, yeah, that sounds Big really, Mabel. Really I'm telling weird. you, yeah. it sounds really weird, but it was fun. <laughs> it sounds yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It, it, yeah. it was inflatable. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It's yeah. one of those things to be experienced, yeah. not understood. I'm thinking of fix a, your face, Kevin. It's I'm th- okay. I'm thinking, of a, I'm thinking of a reading chair. I'm thinking like all these thoughts going through my head. I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Yeah, but what I'm sipping on is Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, and Flacco, the only four quarterbacks from the AFC to represent in the Super Bowl since 2003. I mean, what? Who's who's next? I mean, I know who I feel. I know who I feel is next. Uh, <laughs> I know who Carr and the Raiders is next for me. But for everybody else, who else in the AFC can break that? I mean, Manning, Manning's gone, of course. Manning's gone. Um, I think Brady, you know, the reality is this. Regardless to what the Patriots are doing and what he's been doing, mm-hmm. um, he's going to be 40 in August. And there have only been two quarterbacks that have thrown for over 350 yards over the age of 38. And they were both 38. And that was Kurt Warner uh, and John Elway. Um, everyone else has averaged, uh, any playoff quarterbacks that are over 40 have averaged 150 yards passing on 25 attempts. Damn. So Even Vinny Testaverde? Even Vinny <laughs> Testaverde. And he wasn't a playoff winning quarterback. Right, exactly. Um, so what I'm saying is, is that... You know, we haven't seen the the sharp decline yet from Brady, but I believe it's coming within two years. But I'll give you two years with him. Um, I think after that, you know, Roethlisberger, is he going to continue to play? How long is he going to play? He's not. He's not. He is on record as saying that he's not uh, as interested in having a prolonged career in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you're looking at Brady for two years. And then after that, yeah, I think, you know, the car, uh, the, the cars, the Raiders are there. Um, I think whoever's going to quarterback the Texans next season <laughs> could be there. That's possible. Um, and then I have a dark horse, Phillip Rivers. Uh, the V, the San Diego. Wow. I mean, oops, the <laughs> L.A. Charger. Foreshadow. <laughs> the, the L.A. Charger VIP. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Kenyon's new team. No, well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> listen, they, you know, they got Phillip Rivers. Um, they've got Melvin Gordon. Uh, Keenan Allen. They've got a young tight end in Hunter Henry on the defensive side. They've Stop got both. They've got both. <laughs> Stop it. What are you talking about? Stop these are, it. These are. This is all real talent. Yeah, this is the San Diego Chargers. You talking about? How many games? No, Keenan Allen. Los Angeles Chargers. L. A. Chargers. How many games? Whatever. They ain't moved yet. They still the San Diego Chargers, and their owners are still the San Diego Chargers. I'm just saying ownership, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You wish you had the talent on the their talent on the Chicago Bears. I'm glad I don't have that ownership. And they've been to an AFC title. Game, same ownership, right? I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't. Which means I they would. A, I said it was a dark. They horse. would get rid of Philip Rivers it's way too horse. early. <laughs> it's a black ass horse. <laughs> it's not a dark horse. I mean, I mean, conventional wisdom would say someone like Luck, but I mean, he just had surgery. I mean, they say he's going to be fine, but I mean, like they they have to put pieces around yeah, him. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're a long ways off. They're a long ways. I mean, even Peyton, Peyton could carry that team, but at least they had a great O line. He doesn't have any of that. Yeah. Um. I mean. I don't know. I mean, it, it, they have to leave. It's Derek I mean, Carr. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, that he's he's the one up there. I mean, if you say next aside from the other, and, I mean, take it back a step and, further from two thousand on. And to depending now. on what team Tony Romo gets traded to, <laughs> the Houston Texans. <laughs> right. I mean, aside from I mean, thirteen out of the last sixteen Super Bowl people uh, or quarterbacks were those three. Yep. The only ones that weren't was was Flacco, like you mentioned, Dilfer, and um, Gannon. Uh, Gannon. Everything else has been those same three. Gannon, a veteran. 
Yeah. I think it's a I think it's the veteran Kevin. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I agree with you, Ken, up until you went the LA route. Um <laughs> I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping my Ravens can be there. Less I, I agree, I think your Raiders will be there for, for some years to come. I think whoever quarterbacks both Denver and Houston has a chance because those teams are playoff ready. They just need someone competent at the, the quarterback <laughs> position. Um and I agree with Devin with uh maybe luck if he gets some pieces around him, but I also think it's interesting, like you said, it's four quarterbacks from the AFC as opposed to 11 from right. the NFC. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show that the NFL is, you know, teams are designed to go 8-8, eight and eight, but it's those differences in your quarterback play, that you get stellar quarterback play or stellar output from your defense that kind of makes that difference. I've been saying so. it all year. You need <laughs> a quarterback. Um, and it's funny because Omar and I were having a, a conversation where uh, this weekend where it's like, you know, I think to his point, and not to steal his thunder at all, even though that's what he's good at, um, <laughs> I think owners have to be more ballsy in um, in cutting the cord on quarterbacks. You have two examples right now, and we're gonna we're gonna talk definitely talk about the Houston Texans later on in the show. But even with Kansas City, where it's like, <laughs> listen, your guy is gonna take you as far as he can take you. So what are you gonna do? You know, and I, I because you because you, it is imperative. It is imperative Cincinnati. that you ha- um, uh, it is imperative. <laughs> Cincinnati is another team, even Marv. though they didn't make the playoffs. It, it's imperative <laughs> that you have you need a quarterback at the, unless you have a record-setting, otherworldly defense. Mm-hmm. You need a quarterback. So you know that's 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 the reality of it. So it's a it's a really good question. Um, uh, less and and we're gonna we're gonna act like you didn't put that out there just so that we could say that the Raiders, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> and 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 Mr. Carr are next. Um, I did it on purpose. <laughs> let's get to I let's get to our our uh, our Brexit boot bag winner, uh, which this week is Coach New Coach Anthony <laughs> Lynn of the Los Angeles Rams. Um, uh, oh, oh, you sound like him. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers. Freudian slips everywhere. Okay. Oh, uh, let's get this gone. Rita, <laughs> let's um, let's drop the music because we, we just need to play the clip. And this will tell you why he's the boot bag winner. Good afternoon. Folks, I am pumped. I am so proud to be the head coach for the Sydney, uh, L.A. Chargers. Oops. Oops. But, that was strike one. Let's keep going. <laughs> I, I can't tell you uh, how excited I am, me and my family. And I have to go back to Bill Walsh. I remember the day when Bill Walsh came down in the locker room in 1996, and he grabbed me and he said, we need to talk. And I said, oh, shit, he's about to cut me. <laughs> that's what I thought. And that's strike two. <laughs> that is... Our Brexit boot bag winner. Who was he talking to? He was at his opening press conference <laughs> having this conversation. First impressions are a bitch, ain't oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> and he nailed it. Golf yeah. clap for Mr. Anthony Lynn. Our boot bag award winner. Uh oh. <laughs> Carlos. Oh man. Um, all right. Before we uh, before we get into uh, the conference title games this weekend, uh, first let's recap what happened last weekend. Uh, in the opening game of of the divisional playoffs, it was the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Atlanta Falcons, and the Atlanta Falcons demoed the Seahawks. Mm. Uh, then in the second game, we had the Houston Texans visiting the New England Patriots, and it was competitive. It was certainly more competitive than I think most yeah. people thought that it would be. Just one ingredient away, huh? They're just one <laughs> ingredient. We, I promise you we're going to get to <laughs> yeah. the Houston Texans. <laughs> um, but they lost, uh, and the Patriots prevailed. And then on Sunday, uh, we started out with the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers and what was a Great hell of game. a game. Great game. Great um, game. And, uh, Shit wasn't that good. The Green, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers prevailed, Omar's favorite team. Um, and then in the Sunday night capper, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Steelers went on the road. Uh, they were the only road team uh, to win in the divisional playoffs. And so it sets up for uh, this weekend's matchups. 
Um, but before we get into into those, one, we want to talk about uh, the latest with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this coach slash GM search is now stretched into its third week. Uh, the reports are they can't find a GM that wants the job. Um, so they've decided to move on Kyle Shanahan. And the word is uh, that as soon as they have the chance or the ability to do so, they will make him. Mm-hmm. their new head coach, and then he will help assist in the GM search. Uh, in other words, he has to give them credibility. Yeah, they need him. <laughs> a a first-time head yeah, coach got to give them credibility. How a rookie head coach That's crazy. credibility. Yeah. So I, I just want uh, – my first question to you guys is, like, what firm is running this search? Is it the same search that's running <laughs> – uh, President-elect search for his uh, appointees. Cabin, yeah, <laughs> he still got three hundred and sixty. <laughs> I don't. I but see, I don't. I don't think. It, I just think it's a. It's a bad. We've been saying it for now three weeks. It's a bad job. Yeah. Like who wants that job? I'm. Su- I'm actually surprised. Kyle is really going to do this. Right. You guys have said the cupboard's bare. I'm saying there is no cupboard. <laughs> you got to build the cupboard. You got to build the cupboard first and then put some damn groceries in. I mean, Josh McDaniels is like, listen, I'm saying Tom Brady's <laughs> turning 40. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to stay here and wait. Kyle Shanahan has Matt Ryan. You know, they are they got a legitimate shot to get to a Super Bowl. Yeah. In addition to winning a Super Bowl. And you really, this is he really wants to what be you want to do. He wants to be a head coach. Yeah. The crazy thing about the 49er job is McDaniel said, well, the report was he's waiting for openings in Tennessee or Detroit. So he's not going to take the San Francisco job. And that's uh, crazy. That's crazy. That actually makes a lot of sense, Detroit, especially mm, because Detroit, they. Yeah. And that's Caldwell why he shouldn't get a job. Well, because you need to shut up. Yeah. That's <laughs> not something you say out loud. Yeah. Well, that's well, why he got ran out of Denver because mm, you can't say he's stuff like hella that. hella arrogant. Yeah. They revamped and they, re- they revamped their front office, and it's a bunch of Patriots people in Detroit. Yep. Yeah. So that makes that actually makes a lot right. of sense. Right after yeah, they. Yeah, but right you can't believe it out loud. That's crazy. Right after they just gave the. Well, we know the vote of confidence is a kiss of death, but they were just saying that they were going to keep. Caldwell. And they probably will for another year, yeah, but right. th- the thing is is they're expecting him to fail. They're expecting like it to Josh get to a point. And and Lane Kiffin have this are the same person. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Oh man. All right. Um okay, so the four teams that lost, uh and the first one we'll start out with is the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas had a really good season. Uh fourteen and two is a season that came out of nowhere. Um, you know, they had a bye, first round bye, number one seed <clears> in the <throat> NFC. It was not out of nowhere. Um, I told you what was going to happen. Omar. Yes. You didn't say that they were going to go 14, 14 and 2. <laughs> I, said thir- I said 13 and 3. Omar. When you, you said 13 and 3 at the but, beginning of the oh, no, season? No, that was in my head. I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> uh, that was going to go 13 and 3, though. No. 13 and 3. They lost 2 to oh, Dallas. Yeah, and then they lost, lost to, uh, 13 and 3. But See, I was right. No. <laughs> Why did I even say that? Um, exactly. Uh, so anyway, they lost to Green Bay. Um, the biggest questions for them, one, and, and I'll start with you, Kevin. Um, okay, you know, regardless of what hmm. Jerry Jones says, we know Tony Romo is gone. Where does he go and for how much? Hmm. Uh, well, I think, of course, at this stage of his career, Romo will obviously want to go to a contender. Um, as we mentioned, Denver's out there. Uh, Houston's out there. I don't know if they can afford it because they already have uh, <laughs> a, mistake. a high dollar quarterback. Uh, less is <laughs> mistake quarterback. Um, if not there, um, make Buffalo's maybe an option because yeah, they're yeah. not sure what they're doing with Tyrod. Um, other than that, every, everyone else is at the bottom of the barrel. The, the Jets, yeah. the the Browns, the the Bears, the Forty Niners. Um, so for me, I think either Denver or or Houston is is the best bet. For how much? Don't even get me lying. I, I'm a, how much do you pay a quarterback that's always hurt and is going to end up playing in uh, a division where most of the games are outdoor? He doesn't play well outside. I mean, it's you I think mean, it's a calculated you mean Sam risk Bradford? you take. So what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you. <laughs> What's the name? It breaks up. Actually, Minnesota, if Bridgewater isn't healthy, I could see him going to Minnesota. No, I'm saying Sam Bradford is the is the – Blueprint. He's a, exactly what he was saying. Is who, that's what Sam Bradford was, and what did he, what did they get? Well, I'm, he's better than Sam Bradford, though. Again, yeah. what did Sam, what did they get for Sam Bradford? What they got he, a first round, oh, first pick. round, yeah. 
Like, that's not normal for quarterbacks or for trades. So, if he's better than Sam Bradford, that's what Jerry Jones is going to be asking the Dallas for. Dallas has to, they have to trade him because he yeah, throws up don't. so much. They can't they, let him they go. They want to trade yeah. him. Yeah. They, yeah, they can't wait. He frees up so much more yeah, money. How much more him. money is it? He's the most expensive player on their roster. Yeah. He is $14 million next year. Uh, the cap hit is twenty point eight million. The cap hit is yeah. twenty eight million. Jesus. So he's uh, gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's gone. So on that defense, which is pretty much is why they are, we're talking about them right now instead of later because uh-huh. they couldn't get off the field on third down. Um, something like what, like eighty something million is is uh, is for the offense and like fifty something is for the defense, and you got all that money tied up. So in they got to balance that and out. And none yeah. of his money is guaranteed though, so it's. It's that's a good trade if somebody takes yeah. him because it's a, if you especially if you if if it's a team who drafts a quarterback and you trade for him, yeah, you know yeah. you you have him you have him teaching the youngin, right. get him his last gas, and then you can cut him. And it's, so it's, 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 it sounds like Denver. It sounds like Denver. Would, that's well, the sort of situation. Well, Buffalo is the most comparable situation because of the money that Buffalo would basically it would be an even split if they just cut ties with Tyrod because mm-hmm. the cap hit and what they would cut Tyrod for. Um it's less than three million if they cut Tyrod. Mm-hmm. And Romo's contract is fourteen million, which is cheaper than Tyrod's hitting seventeen. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, they got no weapons out if you're because you, you, you definitely know because of the relationship that Tony and Jerry have yes. yeah. that there's definitely gonna be some talking Collusion. and say, Hey, <laughs> there's but, gonna be hey, some But it's gotta happen because if they don't do it uh, after this, if they if he does it if they don't trade him or if he cut gets cut or if he retires? It's forty nine million, almost forty nine million in eight, in two thousand eighteen and nineteen. No, yeah, yeah. He, he's. I, I I think there's no question that he's gone. If you're Tony Romo though, and the choice is Buffalo or Denver, I think he's going to choose. He's going to choose Denver, Denver, but it has to make sense because. But they've all already came out and said that they like the the young guys. But you have a new defensive head coach. Who's right. coming? Who might not have the patience to groom young quarterbacks? So that might be why it works. But they've already said that they want to. They want to give the young guys a it's, shot. The thing is, though, everybody's negotiating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not doing it. Nobody's showing their cards. Yeah. So Jerry is trying to make these everybody come up. Like, don't give me a bullshit offer. Right. Because legit. Let's be legit. Yeah. Les, what's their biggest draft need going into the off season? Someone who can rush the passer who's not addicted to marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) That would be their number one need. That would help them get get off the field on third down. (laughs) In my notes it says, don't gamble on dope. (laughs) Don't take any more dope. I also think that they may need because uh, uh, Brandon Carr, Morris, Morris Claiborne are also going to be free agents. And Barry Church. Uh, and Barry Church. And Barry Church. So they're going to need help in the secondary yep. as well. They need, a, they need a starting cornerback. Okay. Which is why you do the deal also, with Also, <laughs> exactly. Also, Get some picks. You, um, they may want to start thinking about uh, a replacement for Jason. Witten. Jason, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was well, one the, thing I've been saying all the year. The one guy hasn't worked out. What's the, uh, the tall tight end? Um, what's his name? I don't know. I know. You know what I'm yeah, about? Hispanic last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to be not there. Working. No, they, you got OJ OJ Howard. You've got Jake Butt, even though he tore his ACL in the in the in the bowl game, which is good. Let him sit a year behind Jason. Howard's yeah. not going to get then that cut far Jason down, next year. He might. Yeah. He's, he's he's projected to go at the bottom of the draft just because there are so many tight ends. You got Bucky Hodges. There's a tight end out of Miami that's that's rising up the draft boards already. That they're mm-hmm. saying may actually go before OJ Howard. So there are plenty of there are plenty of tight ends available. They definitely will get one in the. They need to snatch one because there are yeah. teams who need tight ends this year. Um, yeah, not go, Kev. I, I I think their first four or five picks need to be on defense. I mean, let's <laughs> let's point it out. They can't get pressure. They can't cover. They were twenty six in the league against the pass. Yeah. And for some reason, we talked about it during the game. They are asking their linebackers to cover out wide like that. If, if that's your if that's your game plan, you got trouble in the secondary. What's their um their space looking like? Their their cap space. Do they have uh, money to sign free agents? Not a no, lot. Not no. A lot. Okay, so they have to. Get but if better they trade Romo, but if they trade <laughs> Romo, <laughs> Romo right. get an extra draft pick yeah. and free to put space? a yeah. to put a bow on it. Yeah. If they trade Romo, then they they got yeah. He's he's definitely gone. Uh, but that's I I would say that's definitely probably the top storyline. In this offseason oh, is yeah. where is where will Romo go? Um, another team that got booted out last weekend was the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and, hmm. a, and a question <laughs> I got for you guys is: hmm. is is there a 
is there a culture problem? Uh, they start off the season, um, OTA violation for too much contact. Mm. And it cost them a fifth round pick. You have the Richard Sherman outburst. Uh, you had Michael Bennett going crazy on a reporter uh, over the weekend. Um, and now we are hearing that uh, apparently they weren't complying with the uh, uh, NFL injury list rule where you're supposed to report injuries. Richard Sherman's been playing with an MCL injury the entire oh, season. Yeah. Um, and Coach Carroll's reasoning for not putting him on the injury list is that he did everything. He didn't miss an, he, he didn't miss practice because of the injury. He participated in everything, so we didn't think that he needed to go on there. And it's being reported that that fifth round draft pick that they're going to lose for the OTA violations mm-hmm. is now going to be upgraded to being a second round pick that they lose Ken. in addition to fines. What does that sound like? Um, I don't know who it sounds like. I'm just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> is the window is the window closing? I, I think the calf is fat, and I'm sure there's a Bible verse in there for something like that. I, I, I mean, the success has been amazing. He's you know he's been loosey goosey. You know how he ran your program. I, he had a great I think program. yeah yeah he did. He did. Oh dude, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, not a culture though. program. It's a Pete Carroll problem. This is what he does. Pete Carroll is great at putting on this face as if everything is perfect and there's no issues and we don't do anything illegal. Why he got a gun in your head <laughs> when the camera's off? Like, I'm. Don't get me wrong. Pete Carroll's a great coach, um, but Pete Carroll, ha- when when there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. So it's hey. it, again. Players love to play for him, though, because he has their back. So I don't even know if it's a cultural problem because <laughs> Bennett is batshit crazy. <laughs> so you can, you almost can't you almost can't put him in the equation because no matter what team he goes to, like him going off on a reporter, is that really a big surprise? Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> just what he's going to do. He, I mean, even Sherman. Sherman plays anywhere else, he's going to do the same thing. The OTA stuff, he likes living in that gray area. Yes. He loves living in that gray area. So That's where he stay. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it has to do with them being successful. And it, what is it? How many years from the Super Bowl removed? And, you know, people start, you know, they'll, they'll, we talked about this a long time ago before they won the Super Bowl. Like, how are they going to keep all these young these young yep. guys? Yeah. And everybody has proven themselves. And pe- some people have moved on. Some people have gotten paid off of that. And they've lost a lot of pieces. And you've been talking about it for the last six <laughs> weeks. The O-line, baby. They sacrificed the O-line. And I think that's why it's a, I feel like it is a, a larger issue in terms of the culture because it's not just behavior, yeah. but it is slipping in personnel where you literally neglected yeah. your offensive line. And then you trade for Jimmy Graham and his stats this year. He basically played the entire season. Only 65 catches, 923 yards, six touchdowns. The game planning, which was part of the reason why Richard Sherman had his outburst on the sideline because of the play calling, which even goes back to when they were last in the Super Bowl. There's just their slippage mm-hmm. in terms of the presentation, their slippage in terms of how you're evaluating the personnel, their slippage in the game planning. And so it, it, it causes you to look at the overall program, and, mm-hmm. and that is the culture. That is it arrogance? There is, there's, there's, I, I don't know. I mean, but it's. I'll tell you this much, it, what it's starting to do is it's starting to affect their championship window because I think yeah. that window is closing. Yeah, because others are opening in that in that uh, conference. Exactly. Hey, Devin, what's the name of that, that um, quarterback play for Texas? Is that uh, Vincent Young? Vincent Young. <laughs> it's starting to look like that. Mm. You think you're going to win every time, but you're not. No, he, he's got a point there. I, I think it goes to, <laughs> it goes to arrogance. <laughs> It goes to arrogance like we, we, we have a winning way. It's it's worked. You know, let's keep the ball rolling, whatever. We we can just replace whoever the system works. And you can't – I mean, you mentioned Jimmy Graham. They traded their center. Right. Yep. Which is – Justin Britt. Yeah, which, I mean, he's not the most important personal line because it's the blindside tackle, but he's the captain of the O-line. He gets everybody in place. Right. So, who's the GM in Seattle? John Schneider. His buddy – who, you know, they, they basically run the program together. But, yeah, John Schneider is. 
Um, I think from everything that, that you guys are saying, in, in a nutshell, they they have lost their way. And part of that, like you said, is could be part of a, a, a culture problem. If you go away from running the ball, from being that physical team, all of a sudden you get these loose ends. Guys losing games in ways they're not used to losing, giving up points in ways that their defense isn't used to. Um, you know, I think they have to get back and reevaluate themselves. You, you can't protect Russell Wilson, who I said to begin the, the season, I thought was going to have an MVP season. But if you can't protect him, you can't run the ball. That's a different Seattle team. Right. Uh, third team that lost uh, this weekend, uh, the Houston <laughs> Texans. And we could really we could really do a show, an entire show. an entire show. On not just Houston, but this issue, which uh, which uh, we we you know kind of teed up earlier in terms of of quarterbacks. Now you have Houston, okay, and we've seen it all year, and it came to a crescendo this weekend. <laughs> if they had a competent quarterback, there's a very real chance they would have beaten the Patriots right. Saturday. If they had Andy Dalton, they'd have won. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, for real. And this is a man that you paid $72 million. Uh, say it again. 70. No, no, no. How did they pay him? Oh, I was getting there. <laughs> Sight unseen. <laughs> so, no, we don't need to get tape. We don't need to talk to the guy. Send him the yep. contract. Let's yep. get the signature. You paid him $72 million, $37 million of which he gets 17. within the guarantee in the first two years of the mm. deal. Mm. Here is the question. When you come off of a playoff game where literally he lost the game for you man, and you didn't have J.J. Watt and now all of a sudden Jadavion Clowney is here. He has folks. He's arrived. (laughs) Okay. What do you do? Are you going to really run this back again with Brock Osweiler? Did Romeo Cornell get benched? No. Romeo Cornell is a. I said Cornell. He's not. He's a coach. He didn't get benched. He somebody else got his position right. It's no, his contract. Yeah. yeah, no. So his contract's up. Oh, his contract was up. Yeah, yeah, they're waiting, but they're waiting. They're waiting on him basically. And if I'm Romeo, he's mm-hmm. probably thinking long and hard about this. Yeah, because it's 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 got to be hard to coach. And I wish Coach Joe was here, but it's got to be hard to coach a locker room where there is a guy that is clearly getting paid the most money, <laughs> and he is fucking up every week. You got speed, and he's you out got there. Possession. I'm talking about receivers. Like you can't tell me you can't you can't if if I'm a cornerback or a safety or a linebacker, you can't say shit to me about what I'm not doing because you're paying me a fourth of what you're paying this clown, and he's out there every week. <laughs> he's out there, giving so up the I'm cheeks. sure I'm sure Romeo is somewhere thinking long and hard about. Do I, I mean I don't have to do this? Wait, I got Super Bowls, wait, here, and I got thing. a lot of gray hair. Here's the thing: <laughs> Does he have hair? If yeah, the, oh, the, the cap hit if they let him go is twenty five million. Mm-hmm. Do you eat that shit? I, Yo, no, hey. man, not gonna eat that. <laughs> I'm saying though, I'm saying. So, Kevin, hey, I was I was about to say I, I might eat it, man. They they single handedly <laughs> lost this season because of him. Like Houston is ready. Every position, all three phases, they got talent. They are they got ready. Potential. They were the number one defense in football without maybe the best player in football. Exactly, and I can't imagine yeah. that. I can't imagine that front four with with J- with Jadavion being here, playing the way he's playing, playing the way he's playing with JJ yeah. Watt. Let's, you can't. Let's hope you Watt gets back though. You can't yeah. block him. Yeah. So Bruh, some say somebody on Twitter said that that Brock Osweiler runs like the cabinet from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So, Les, yo, I'm done with him. Les, you're, Les, you're saying that you have to eat it. What about just? And this is for me. I think this is the ideal situation for Tony Romo. I think if you're Houston, you you say Jerry here, take the first round pick. Romo comes in, it's fine. You don't want to. You don't want to eat in the, Texas. You don't exactly. You, 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 you don't want to eat the 25 million. Okay, Brock, but you're the backup. And as soon as we can fire you where it makes sense, you're gone. You're gone. I agree with that. Well, they have enough space to sign somebody like Romo. It's going to yep. be like $14 million. Romo, listen. Take, listen. The team is ready. We need you. Take a year discount mm. to be here. As soon as we let this clown go, as soon as we let the cabinet go, <laughs> we will give you a, we'll give, we'll, we'll give you a golden hey, parachute. Somebody, somebody on Facebook Live, tell us the name of the cabinet and Beauty and the Beast, please. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I will say this. Didn't Houston also part ways with um, their offensive coordinator? 
George Gatsy. Yeah, they, they just, let yeah Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's calling the plays next year. <laughs> that wasn't the problem. <laughs> it, was, it was the guy who was getting the plays. Yeah, he he cost somebody a job, man. Get him out of here. Are you so Kevin, you're you're saying so Les, you're the only one that's saying you wouldn't flat out cut him though. Just because I mean the twenty five. Yeah, twenty five million. It's what team's gonna eat twenty five million? He might not start next year. If they get Rome or get somebody He'd be else. The most Hell, expensive they, backup. In exactly. <laughs> He'll so be the if I told you so if I told you that in order to win a Super Bowl all you need to do is take a $25 million hit. You're not taking that $25 million hit? Are they bringing someone in? Are they bringing Romo? If they bring Romo in, they got the they got they have They're going to bring Romo if first. You, if you got if you have if you have draft picks. Yeah, they're going to bring him in before they do anything. If yeah. you if you have draft picks, you got the pieces to bring anyone in, especially in a situation like this where we're talking about a team that all they need is an established quarterback presence. How many draft picks do they have? They they're not missing any, so they got yeah. the, how many seven, how many rounds is it? Seven. seven. They got yeah. seven picks. And like why, why? Why are we complicating this? They don't need an established quarterback, <laughs> a nutless monkey. Quarterback. <laughs> and, and quarterback that team to eleven wins. It, they're so talented, man. Yeah, did and, you just say a nutless? Yeah. Monkey? A nutless monkey. And, and, they won ten games in a in a ter- and it, the division is terrible. Despite him, despite him, <laughs> to uh, piggyback off of what they were saying that they're ready. Not only are they ready, they're young and ready. Pause, but. They they can do away with those picks. I think that was a you thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know. And the other the, and But I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like they have they have they're flexible with that. And I think the thing about cutting him is yes, it, you know, I'm not making light of twenty five million dollars. That's a lot of money even for billionaires and, and, and from a business practice. But yeah. it's about what you do for that locker room. And again, even if he's not starting and he's the bitch, it's still every day. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to look at this guy that's now sitting. The highest paid player on the team. Are you kidding me? Wait, and you so want me to go out here and work hard. And 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 you know what? You deserve and you deserve and I tell you why you deserve to eat it. And we'll, we we can land right here. You deserve to eat that twenty five million dollars because you signed this motherfucker. <laughs> Sight unseen. <laughs> By the way, the name was Wardrobe. Oh, Wardrobe. <laughs> oh man, that's a man who Thanks, has a daughter. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who's who's that? Norman. Norman Johnson. All right. The last team that took a L uh, was the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh. kind of to continue this theme, there's a, another thing that we want to talk about with Kansas City, but this theme of, again, quarterbacks. Alex Smith. Okay, listen. Um, you know, Alex Smith is efficient. He's going to make the right decision. The, the, thing that, the thing that I saw, at least in this game against Pittsburgh, was you had a guy in Tyreek Hill that was blowing by everyone. And Alex knew for a fact he w- he could not get him the ball. <laughs> and this is the, and here's the thing, it's the same reason why Alex got pulled by Jim Harbaugh and he threw Kaepernick in there cuz Kaepernick could get the ball to Vernon Davis. So now you're Andy Reid and you've crafted this offense, you've got a scheme. Sure you could add another receiver, right, to help you out. You got Travis Kelsey who they struggled to get the ball to because Pittsburgh basically sat on everything short, forced them to throw it up the field. You've got a scheme, you've got it schemed out. You've got Tyreek Hill who's a huge X factor, but you have a quarterback who cannot make that 20 to 25 yard throw. We're skinny when we need him. <laughs> and you're going to bring Alex Smith back? I hope He's there another three years or so. Did <laughs> <laughs> he locked up till twenty one? Well, the thing is, is this is the last year of his deal. They could actually, they have a decision to make between him and Nick Foles. Wait, one of those he's two a have free to get agent. Cut. No, he has one more year. One left more year. On he's going to play there next year, and then they'll they'll figure something because Andy Reid is not. That's his boy. So so <laughs> so then so that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a bigger problem. So then so then right. so then to segue into that. You keeping him now means, and I'll throw it to you, Devin, that you're going to have to make a hard choice between either keeping Don Terry Poe, who mm. is an elite standout defensive tackle, or Eric Berry. Because if you were to make the hard decision, I'm pretty sure one hard decision that's going to be made is they're going to let Jamal Charles go. Because he's 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 a, I was about to say I don't even think that's a hard. Well, decision. he's the leading running back in franchise history. You know, he's been hurt the last two years, but it's still it's the same decision that Minnesota is going to be faced with with Adrian Peterson. And and I don't care what you say, those choices are hard because you don't want to insult the guy and off, 
offer them a contract probably that's in line with what they're worth, mm. especially when they've contributed so much. But that that's one hard decision they're going to make. Probably gonna, That's still not going to leave them enough money to take care yeah. of these two bedrocks. But if they did, with Nick, they got Nick Falls and Alex Smith. If they let both of those guys go, now you can keep both Don Terry and Eric Berry and then, again, try and see if you can get Tony Romo. Uh, They're not letting him go. So you talking about letting letting him go this year? Well, or trading him this you, year? Yeah, you you let him go to free up that cap space. I agree with you, Omar. They're probably not going to do that. But no, now what it means is is you have to make a choice between Poe and Barry. Yeah, and they don't have enough money to do both. So and the worst part it? is, I think he would prefer making that choice. He would prefer that because that's how he's coached. That's how he's ran his organizations. <laughs> so like is he, it Poe or Barry? Um. It's, it's it's a tough decision. They're both fairly young. Poe is two years younger. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, Barry was a pro bowler this year. Man beat cancer. Came back. He was a difference maker. He was in a discussion for defensive player of the year. Poe was dealing with a slight back injury at the end of the year. He's still young. Man, I... I don't know. He just threw his hands Kevin, up. You, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't call out. Kevin, one. you were shaking your head. You, you, because I, I get where where Devin's coming from, but for me, it's it's a no brainer. I'm keeping yeah. Eric Berry because yeah. he's the proven guy, and you can very well. I mean, we've seen it here in, in Baltimore for for years. You, how many linebackers have gotten paydays playing next to Ray Lewis, and you never heard from them? Or safeties or DBs got paydays playing with Ed Reed, and after they left, you never heard from them. You go with the proven guy and. After all, he beat cancer. Like, come on. You know how, <laughs> oh my God. How, how high breast cancer awareness sales are in uh-huh. Kansas City? Oh, oh, my God. God. oh, my God. Real spit, Kevin. Real spit. <laughs> Less. Hey, I'm with Barry. He's the heart and soul of that defense. Kansas City's, I believe, has actually been preparing for Poe to go this year anyway. When they drafted um, Chris Jones last year and they got Jay Howard. So, I mean, they've been preparing for Poe to go. They can't play, pay both of them. Keep Barry. Keep Barry. Everyone's keep Barry. He he the heart and soul of their defense. And here again is why I think I think you should keep both. (laughs) (laughs) And you and you start and you start and you start over at quarterback. I mean, you know, they were the two seed in the AFC. They're not going to just do that. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing. I'm not saying it's the right thing. Go, Kev. Let me fill in the skinny because listen. They're not going Alex Smith. His criticisms are legitimate, but we cannot stand here and act like Andy Reid's mindset and his play calling did not set them back. He waited till the fourth quarter to start taking shots downfield, and Smith made the throws. Travis Kelsey dropped the gimme and then set him back with a 15-yard penalty. Hey, I, I think it was their mindset, man. They were conservative all the way until the last quarter. Kevin, um, I, I have this argument a lot. It's in my head, if I'm playing owner – the most important player on the field is the quarterback. And there's a point as an owner where I need to know if this quarterback is going to get me to the Super Bowl. And then once that point has been reached and I know you're not going to get me to the Super Bowl, it's time to start over. Do you think he is going to get them to the Super Bowl? Alone, no. But with those parts, I think he will play well enough to get them there. And I don't think they lost that game because of him. That's just my two cents. All right. Uh, another hot topic we've got is um, we've got Aaron Rodgers and we've got Big Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, and, and Les touched on this earlier with his sipping on segment. You know, Big Ben, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is is he's he's in the pantheon of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Probably go down as the greatest, if not top three. Um, but with Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben Roethlisberger. If either one of these guys win a Super Bowl, for Ben, I thought it was going to be his second, but it actually would be his third. For Aaron Rodgers, it would be his second. Uh, Now we're entering into some legacy conversations. Specifically for A-Rod, the question I have for you guys is, where would this put him in terms of all-time quarterback? Remembering, and we just won't even call on Omar, because we know Omar (laughs) just won't even be objective about this. But keep in mind, he sat his first three years. And when you look at his numbers, he's now nine years as a starter. He's got 90 wins, completion percentage of 65 percent, 37,000 yards, 300 touchdowns, 70 picks, one Super Bowl. Okay, he is equal to Peyton Manning after nine years uh, in basically everything. Um, 
except for wins. Um, he's better in touchdowns and as a, and as a and, and in his inter- interception rate. For Tom Brady, after nine years, he's killing Brady in everything except for Super Bowls. Um, Favre only has one Super Bowl that he brought to Green Bay. If he gets a second Super Bowl, where are you putting him, Devin? Let's look at some names that he's next to if he does do that. You got Greasy. Uh, you got Elway. Um, Plunkett. Both Mannings. Bart Starr. Um, Starback. He's up there with them, if, but with better numbers. Starback? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Starbuck. I'm sorry, Pish- Pishburg. <laughs> Starbuck. Wasn't right the second time. <laughs> yeah, you're still, we still, you still. Roger Starback? Stop there, you go. Okay. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, Karen was trying to coach you through it. Hey, hey, that's karma for my talk, brother, man. For, uh, for bringing up uh, Pittsburgh for last week. That's my fault. But uh, that puts that puts them in that conversation mm-hmm. and probably ahead of them. Yeah, because because of the physical talent. Well, that and and just keep in mind if he does win this one, it's going to be almost identical. And you brought this up with the way that they've won to have all those injuries. And win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because they are injured all the time. I mean, this conversation is irrelevant because he's not getting past the Falcons. Kevin. Oh Kevin. God. Kevin. <laughs> well, this, is, this is how I looked at it. I appreciate Devin's history perspective. I looked at it as current quarterbacks and guys that are in his era because it's always hard to compare eras. But we look at the elite quarterbacks of today. And for me, it's, it's the top five guys. It was Peyton, Brady, Ben. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Now with with Peyton gone, um, I think if Aaron Rodgers wins a second, I think he leapfrogs Drew Brees. Yeah. Um, I, of course, I don't think it necessarily shifts him and Ben or anything like that, but I think it just solidifies or more so enhances both of their legacies being the elite quarterbacks of this era. Okay, so now we go to Big Ben, and I'll start with you, Les. Where does a third Super Bowl put him? Because Troy is the only one with three, and then we know Joe, Terry, and Tom, which is funny. I think this bodes well for him winning a third Super Bowl because all of those names are plain white guy names. Ben, (laughs) Tom, Terry, Joe, and Troy. Uh, But where does that put him? In my mind, if he wins a third Super Bowl, he's now a top ten quarterback of all time. I would have a hard time putting him in top 10 give me nine that would be better than him don't do it Uh-oh. I'm, <laughs> no i'm talking to you i'm not, I'm not talking I, to I, I, the, reason, the reason the reason i say let me before i have to name nine quarterbacks uh-huh. the reason i say that is mainly because his first two was on a run heavy defense dominated first squad. one first first, first one First one, you can't you can't knock him for that that second one with that that drive to win it and then that pass. As much as I hate the Steelers, no. What I'm saying is I'm not saying he didn't make plays to do it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is those were still defense dominated teams. Mm -hmm. I mean, if James if James Harrison doesn't return that touchdown, what happens in that game? I got you, but we just spent about forty five minutes of this forty eight minute show talking about the importance of a quarterback, and you look at what Dak Prescott was able to do this season, they had to win the games to get into the big game. So he yeah. gets credit for that, I think. Yeah. It's hard for me to come up with 10 quarterbacks now, but you give me 30 minutes in yeah. the Internet, I can come up with 10 <laughs> quarterbacks, so I'm going to pick over Big Ben every day. Pay, I'll give you Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, Tom Brady, Johnny Unitas, Bart Starr. Warren Aaron Rodgers. You're going to give... And I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. You're taking Warren Moon. Oh, oh my God. Put Warren Moon on that same squad. Yes. Well, you knew that, though. Yeah. You knew Warren Moon was going to be there. I don't even hey, know why you're looking I, like that. I, I don't disagree with you. Being a Ravens fan, playing Ben all the time, seeing what... He, I, I think he's underrated, to be honest. I, that's, I mean, the, the play... I'm not he, saying he ain't underrated. He, I, I don't mean, think he's top his, 10. His biggest with knock... the third is, Super Bowl? His biggest knock is taking too many sacks and getting hit because he makes plays. But the plays that he does make... I mean, one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in football had nothing to do with actual, like, yardage or anything. There was a play, we played them on a, a primetime game, and there was a sack. Suggs had him in the grasp. He carried Suggs to the sideline and threw the shit out of bounds with his left hand to save a sack. And they, was, they stayed in field goal range. They kicked the field goal. They beat us. Like, no one else can do that shit. This is a situation where I'm, I'm getting ready to get baited. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ready to get baited. I am taking the bait. 
So, Devin, because he is underrated, mm. are you saying if he gets a third Super Bowl, are you looking at him as a top 10 quarterback of all time? Without the internet in 30 minutes, I can't make that. <laughs> <laughs> you sound well, like you sound like okay. a Trump casting member. I gave you a question. Listen, <laughs> I, with, with Peyton, Brett, Brett, Dan, Tom, Johnny, you, Bart Starr, that's six. I'll give you Troy, and I'll give you Terry Bradshaw. That's I'm, eight. I would take him over Favre. You said Troy. You mean Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman. So you would take Troy Aikman over Warren Moon? No, no. I'm just giving you. I'm giving you. I'm giving you eight. I'm giving you eight. And would I take Troy over Warren Moon? Mm, actually, no. no. <laughs> so now you're at nine. Well, no, I'm just, okay. Well, well, no, no. Think about it with, with Troy. They would have the same amount of Super Bowls. Right. And one played a lot longer and had better stats and more yards. And that would be Ben. Right. So you, I would, I would take him over oh, over Troy. Okay, I would, I would probably take him over Favre because of Favre's mistakes. He played for a thousand yeah. years. <laughs> I would, I would take for his playmate because they they said Favre's a gunslinger. He makes plays. Ben makes just as many. So plays. you've, so now with out of the eight, you're you've taken off two. So now that's six. So that means you got four guys mm-hmm. over Ben. I'm just saying, guys, like it's for a story. For a story yeah, if you take, if you switch. Ben for <laughs> I love this game. If you switch Ben it for never changes. Uh, <laughs> you put Ben in San Francisco I don't know my earphones just went out. You put Ben in San Francisco with Wash. Does he win four championships? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. I don't see why not. Kevin, you you you've had the same facial expression for for the past five minutes. Why? Because all of the praise is given to Ben as much as I hate him. I can't disagree. I, I respect the dude. The play, I knew the play Devin was talking about be, before he even said it. it the, I've, I've seen maybe 70% of his games, and he is one of the best quarterbacks I've seen play. Um, so I, okay. off, off the top, if not top 10, and he's definitely 12th, maybe 13th, but he, he's up there. With a third Super Bowl, we got to give credit where it's due. He's up there. All right, our last hot topic before we uh, before we talk about uh, the conference title games this weekend um, is uh, Cleveland. Hmm. Deshaun Watson. We actually wanted to get to it last week. We didn't have enough time. Uh, in college football, uh, the national title game was Clemson versus Alabama two years in a row now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Deshaun Watson has shown up big time on the big stage uh, going against Alabama, who always has a strong defense. Uh, and, you know, according to people that pay a, a lot of attention to college football, beat one of the best defenses of all time this year in Alabama. And so my question is, we know our boy Hugh is looking for a quarterback. Hmm. Okay. Everybody's shaking their head. No, except for Kevin. Kevin is shaking his head. Yes. He's looking for a quarterback. Mm-mm. They have a pick at one. Obviously, they have a pick at 12. Is Deshaun Watson, did he... Is is he an is he an answer? Is he someone that they should that Bef- they should take? Before that game, he wasn't even considered a first round draft pick. Last year, if he had come yeah. out, he would have been the number one, one overall pick. pick. Before that game, he wasn't considered a first round draft pick in this draft. Mm-hmm. First of all, Cleveland has too many holes. They need too much. You got you got uh, Miles Garrett out there first. You know they got too many picks they can use. Mm-hmm. Hugh is a great teacher. He can grab a quarterback in the second or third round. Most importantly, and- he's the black QB whisperer, <laughs> <laughs> which bodes well for Deshaun Watson. It does I? It what about RG three? It didn't bode well for him. <laughs> he got hurt. He got hurt. He did what he always does. <laughs> but I, he, I, he I, was who he was. He was. Omar, <laughs> um, I agree with you though. I, I think. To me, and I was explaining, I was having this conversation with Skinny uh, last week after the game. I think it was the most ho hum, four hundred yards, three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, no turnover game in championship history. And he did the same thing the year before. Um, I think the kid has it where it counts up here in the head. I think he um, he's very patient. He's poised. He makes he makes the poise is remarkable. It's remarkable, but I still think he needs some seasoning. And if he goes to Cleveland, they're going to expect him to play, and they're going to throw him out there to the wolves. And I don't think that he's ready for that, and I wouldn't wish that on him. Kevin? I was going to say for two reasons I hope he doesn't go to Cleveland. One, for selfish reasons. I don't want to have to play against that altered beast twice a year for the next (laughs) 10 years. But also that the Browns have a history of destroying young talent, specifically young quarterbacks. And I don't want to see that happen to that boy. Like Devin said, he needs some seasoning. He needs some help. He's not going to get it in Cleveland. As, as good as he is, it's not going to happen after him. So, the court, so are we saying then that the quarterback-less 
that's going to change Cleveland has to be a veteran of some sort, even if it's a three, four-year veteran. <coughs> but a rookie quarterback is not the answer in Cleveland just because of the, the history of futility, uh, because of the pressure that will, the innate pressure that will be there. It's got to be a three, four-year veteran. I, I'd more or less say you can't pick him at one. You okay. can't pick him at one, and he's not going to make it to 12. 12. Okay. He's not going to make it to mm-hmm. 12. Because, I, honestly, I think Buffalo is going to probably pick him up with seven. I think they're six or seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that's I, so that kills it because he can't go number one. That He's not a number one quarterback. He won't even be the number one quarterback taken. This is what I think happens. I think you're right on, on that. Um, but I think with, with Cleveland, mm-hmm. you, you sign somebody like Brian Hoyer. Again, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that jersey that had all yeah, the quarterbacks? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you 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 feel needs, and then you draft somebody who needs to sit for a year, yeah. who Hugh thinks he can coach up. I think that's what they're trying to do this year. <laughs> that sounds exactly like what they tried to do this year. Robert Griffin substitute Griffin for Hoyer. They had fifteen or sixteen picks. Hoyer showed showed promise. With zero talent in Chicago, and and I think well, how much talent did Cleveland have? <laughs> well, Negative that's talent. My, that's my point. <laughs> which is like, why, which we is saw why what he can do. They have what they have fifteen picks this year, seventeen something. Yeah, like that. some crazy number. They got a lot of money. They got a lot of picks. So um, okay, well, before we actually uh, make our picks for the games this weekend, uh, we do want to. Um, announce two, the two newest members to the Bad Name roster and then also let you guys know that next week we're going to reveal the entire mm. team with a head coach. We actually have a head coach <laughs> and we have an honorary uh, team captain member as well that we're going to reveal next week. Uh, but our two Bad Name nominees, the first one is Mr. Uh, Ryan Suckup. Uh, Mr. Also, Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, Mr. Irrelevant is uh, has the distinguished uh, honor of being the last player selected in the draft, I believe, uh, in the 2009 draft. Uh, Mr. Suckup was the last player taken. He's a kicker, actually. Uh, but for our team, he's going to be uh, our starting left tackle. Uh, we're going to put the suck up at the left tackle. I would really like to see that. <laughs> and then uh, he's actually, he's for a kicker. And this is, you know, and we talked about this before. When you go to an NFL game, I think one of the most startling aspects in terms of the players is how large the kickers are. <laughs> These guys are 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", even. Between the kicker, place kickers and the punters, those are, are large men. So we put them at, at, the, at the left tackle. Well, and then some of them are. Who are you thinking about? They all not six five. Six, no, but three. they're still large. They they're bigger than you think. Bigger than you think. Yeah. Thank okay, you. I'll take that. Uh, our right tackle is actually an offensive lineman in real life. I don't think he's played in a couple of years. Uh, but Mister Guy Wimper, <laughs> Mister Wimper is going to be our right tackle. Um, and believe it or not, he's a junior. Which means that there is a guy, Wimper, senior. They did it twice. They did it twice. Uh, He played for eight years for the Giants, the Jaguars, Mm -hmm. and he won a Super Bowl uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, He didn't go out with a Wimper. No. Uh, (laughs) He's from Carolina. Uh, So, again, just like I told you guys before, in the southern part of the country, uh, they are more east but still in the South, they've got Southern flavor. Uh, that's where these interesting names come from. Um, and those are our two members this week. Although, if you're looking at Mr. Guy Wimper, Re- Rena, put him back up. I don't think you want to talk like kill him. You look like yeah. Killer Mike. <laughs> that Killer Mike? Nah. But he looked like he will fuck you yeah. up. <laughs> like, not even playing. Straight like, up. All right. We got the conference championships games this weekend. The mm-hmm. AFC uh, conference uh, matchup. Between the New England Patriots for, I don't know, the 15th time versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Omar and myself picked the Pittsburgh Steelers to make the Super Bowl. I believe Les and Devin picked New England out of the AFC. Kevin wasn't on that show. Kevin, at the start of the playoffs, who were your Super Bowl picks? The Ravens against someone from the NFC. (laughs) At the start of the playoff season? 
Oh, so in start of playoff season. Well, if you remember when I got off the plane, you and I said the winner of the Ravens yes. Steelers week game will That's be right. in the AFC Championship. So, so you're with, you're with us in the Steelers. So we we've got three. Just, no, no, no. Let him say it out loud. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm I'm fine with that. I I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, now are you picking them to win it all? No, hell no. Who did you? So you had the Steelers <laughs> versus. You had the Steelers versus who? Too go. far. Well, be, before the se- the uh, playoffs started, I, I, I think I picked Seattle. Um, okay, that, that's all long ago for me. All right, so Steelers. Okay, so we've got three on the Steelers, two on the Patriots. You guys staying with the Patriots? I just hope the both team buses catch on fire on the way to the game. Damn, <laughs> I don't want either one okay, of them to win. Okay, less salt. Are you staying with the Patriots? I I, I can't do it. Really, Steelers. 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 You think so? Yeah. What's the difference Steelers. for you? Hmm. Tuck rule. <laughs> oh, Today's wow. the 15 I, yeah, year anniversary yeah, of the I tuck rule. I cannot. I, can I don't definitely. know. I was sick that day or something. I chose them. I don't oh. know. I don't know why I chose the Patriots. I'm going. I'm going with the Steelers. You going to what? Are you going to say, yeah. Dad? I can definitely see Pittsburgh winning because out of the four teams that won, the Patriots looked the worst mm-hmm. out of the four teams. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. didn't score a touchdown. They didn't. They, they didn't have won. to. They didn't I mean, have well, to. Yeah, they did. You watch. I mean, the thing is, is you watch the the thing about that Steelers game is you yeah. watch that game. And I think I said it in the chat. I never felt like Kansas City was going to win. Yeah, they were yeah. dominating the lines of scrimmage too much. Yeah. And basically, because I picked them and they're still alive, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Okay. Wow. All four of these teams are the um, four most winning franchises in postseason history. Oh, the four? Yes. Including Atlanta? Including Atlanta? Yes. Is that percentage? Percentage? Oh. Be percentage? Oh. Got to be percentage. And number five is. No, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Those three. Not Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. And okay. number, number four is San Francisco. That's okay. some education. I'm sorry. Number four yeah. is San Francisco. Okay. Um, the thing I'll say with New England is last week, I think their lack of talent um, on the offensive side got exposed. And I think this week, their lack of talent defensively is going to get exposed. And I think the triplets. Uh, I mean, that's the reason why. And plus, with the experience of Big Ben, and yeah. they understand how to match the physicality they, of the Patriots. Don't underestimate the cheating, though. <laughs> uh, Green Bay, Atlanta. Man. Um, I know I didn't give you guys any any betting recommendations. but uh, <laughs> I know what this is about to be. Take it over. <laughs> take it all over. I think the line is 60, and I believe Omar <laughs> did not tell you. I said the line was going to be sixty when it was when it was yes, when it was Green Bay. I said the line is going to be sixty. I believe the line is sixty and a half. It doesn't matter. Their regular season game was thirty two, thirty three. It's going up. But who do we got, Kevin? Who you got in that game? I'm I'm going to start by tipping my hat to Mr. Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons. I was critical of him last week, and mm. him and his team came up to play. Um, I'm going to pick whichever team has the ball last. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because they're going to score. They're going to score. Okay, (laughs) Devin. I picked the Falcons. I think they looked the most complete and the best last weekend. Okay. And like Kevin said, it's fuck a walk, Mr. Ryan, and he pulled it out. Les? Falcons. Just the Green Bay secondary, my goodness. It's trash. (laughs) My goodness. They're going to get wore out. Yeah. And and Green Bay in this eight-game winning streak hasn't played an offense no, no explosive offense. Yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a huge. Let me take a wild guess who Omar's picking. Well, what I'm going to say is, you know, I'm not picking Mister. I should have been San Francisco 49ers quarterback, <laughs> but we picked Alex Green. And now Bears got to play him twice a day. <laughs> who the so, fuck is Alex Green? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fucking up names all night. <laughs> Hey, at least it wasn't Roger Star Starbat Starbox. Oh, Starbox. Shit. oh, oh my god! No. Uh, nah, but hey, you're right. I mixed him up with Trent Green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Jordy uh, Nelson. No, no Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Uh, probably no Devonte Adams, and if so, he's yeah. gonna be hobbled. Listen, Aaron Rodgers has been smoking hot. He hey. has been on fire. Truthfully, if I thought they were gonna win, I would pick. I would I pick Green Bay. I think Atlanta's gonna win. I think yeah. against him the whole playoffs, and he's been man. That throw. Too. Kevin talked. Kevin talked about it earlier, though, in the Dallas game, because Ty Montgomery is a <laughs> wide receiver playing running back. They were able to get matchups with Dallas's linebackers. Sean usually, Lee. With, I do with Sean, Sean Lee, Lee coverage. Yeah. The oh difference. The difference is. <laughs> the difference is Deion Jones 
was a strong safety that's been converted to outside linebacker for the expressed purpose Mm -hmm. of being able to cover passing teams. So I look for them to be able to handle that better Mm. at home. Brooks Reed and Vic Beasley getting to Aaron Rodgers. Go look at the tape of their first meeting this season. I think Atlanta wins. It was 33-32. That's what this is going to come down to. I think Atlanta wins. Um, Okay. Well, that was a good show. Next week will be our final episode of 32 Kings Road for this season. It's going to be a fun show because we're just going to recap everything that we've done. Buy stock and Uber. Yeah. (laughs) We got the Uber here and home. Oh, it's going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. We thank you for visiting 32 Kings Road. Please follow us everywhere on social media. Let's get the shots ready. Mm. At the League AM. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, enjoy the conference at, Kev. championship games this weekend. Kevin, turn around and grab a bottle. Turn around and grab a bottle. Beef eater. Cheerio. Cheers. Mm. He almost spit it up. Ooh, that's what you get. Put some hair on your chest, young man. <laughs>